guys, Alex Davis here. Thank you so much for joining me on the Apologetic Fun in 10 podcast, where we are going to give a gospel defense against false beliefs. We are here so that we can defend the gospel of Christ. I am currently pursuing my master's in Christian apologetics at Oklahoma Baptist University, and I'm having a blast and it is fun. So we are going to defend the faith together so that we might go and share the gospel. Join me. Hey, hey. <laughs> well, you've decided to come back again, yet again. And this is the final episode in the series of Fake Freedom. And now you know what this one is about. Obviously, you've seen the title, but we are just going to dive right in as per usual in these short 10 minutes and talk exactly about our topic. <laughs> and today is the idea or the false teachings behind a fake facade of freedom. So what is a fake facade of freedom? What does that look like? What the heck do I even mean? Well, let's, let's talk about it, guys. So what this can appear like in the Christian world specifically, it can look like wealth and riches and fame, good health, community. You can probably think of a few people in your mind right now and recognize how much they post on social media about their wealth and riches, their blessings, their health by cultivating this idea of fame and this facade of a freedom that they have and the goodness and the blessings that they have, the material things and this facade that is cultivated, that which points to a freedom. So it's this idea, even to a sense, that poverty is nowhere in sight. It is rather that prosperity is what is promotion, is a promotion of one's faith instead of living through trials and tribulations and being honest and vulnerable about those as some are and some aren't. It's rather that the gospel is not transformational. It's rather that their life is what is revolutionary for the good news of the gospel. Now, this sounds a lot like prosperity gospel, and I would say it is. I would say it's pretty prevalent in the prosperity gospel movement, if you're familiar with that. Um, but also, we can see this facade in the world stand by the world standards as well. Um, it's easy to fall into the trap of riches and fame and um, desiring to appear beautiful on the outside. Instagram profile-ness all day long. It's easy to pretend. And... This fake freedom that we think if by putting a facade of it all over, plastered all over our lives, that this might cause actual freedom. But it doesn't. It doesn't. And 
this idea hurts us even more. Because if we are plastering this idea of freedom on our lives, we are saying that we are our own gods. We are saying that we can cultivate our own destiny. We can cultivate our own person. We can cultivate our own identity and our own person, our own destiny, our own identity is all found in Christ, especially as a believer. I mean, only as a believer. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. Only as a believer is it all completely found in Christ. And every non-believer has that opportunity too. And with the pattern of our lives, as we put on Christ, we get to choose to not put on the facade of fake freedom. We get to choose to put on the truth, the armor of Christ. Every piece of that beautiful armor. So what does opposition say against this teaching? What is that armor even that we're talking about? So we're going to read a few passages, my friends. We're going to read Matthew 5, 16 first. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. So what does this mean? What does this look like in our lives? So Matthew 5, 16 is written so that the believers might comprehend that Jesus is the light of the world. He is the one that shines past darkness. Darkness does not have a home in the light. The darkness is death. The light shines brighter than the darkness. Therefore, we too get to be a light in the world before others so that we may point to God, point to the Father and glorify him through the way that we live, through the way that we post on Instagram, through the way that we talk with customers, through the way that we discuss matters in our meetings, in the way that we pass by people on the street and make just eye contact now, usually not smile back at them. <laughs> um, in some cases, in some towns, maybe. But it is to do these things and to do good deeds out of the outpour of our hearts for the good of the Father, for, to glorify Him. It has nothing to do with our flesh. Let me read John eight twenty four. I told you that you would die in your sins. If you do not believe that I am He, you will indeed die in your sins. What does this have to do with a facade of freedom that we plaster on as believers and non-believers? Well, so Christ told us, he said, you would die in your sins if you do not believe that I am he. You will indeed die in your sins. If we choose our sins over Jesus, we will die in our sins. By putting on this facade that we have it all because of our own good, because of our own flesh, because of what we've done, what we are doing, what we will do, then we have completely cultivated our own religion in a sense. We will die in those sins if we do not hold on to Christ and turn our lives to him. Now, once saved, always saved. I believe that. You can't lose salvation. But through the outpour of our hearts, like in Matthew 5, 16, 
We will desire to walk in the truth of the gospel, in the truth that Christ died for our sins, and that we can walk in freedom because of it. And lastly, 1 Corinthians 8, 1 through 3. Now about food sacrifice to idols. We know that we all possess knowledge, but knowledge puffs up while love builds up. Those who think they know something do not yet know as they ought to know. But whoever loves God is known by God. So this piece of scripture is related to sacrificed food to idols and how these people were um, eating the food sacrificed to idols with a healthy conscience, but also some could not eat this food out of a conscience of a new faith in Christ. And they need not be around those who were eating the food with a healthy conscience because it's not food that, that saves us. It is not food that changes whether or not we have salvation. So what this text is really saying for us not is really saying. I'm sorry. I don't like how he said that. But what this text can relate to us today is how are you putting on the face of Christ in your life? Now, you're not a God like I've been discussing, but we each have the opportunity to shine our lights like Matthew 5, 16 said. And we have the opportunity to put on the face of Christ to the world, to build up. Let us not grow puffed up in how we appear, in our knowledge, in our accomplishments. Let us instead be built up by the truth of the gospel, filling our souls with what Jesus says about us, what he says about himself, and how he lived his life, and went about his ministry. How can we put on the face of Christ? I hope you can walk away from today knowing that you are loved and you can fight this fake facade of freedom that is easily cultivated and easily sought after in our world. I really am thankful for you, listener, and I hope that you have enjoyed every episode thus far. Please feel free to reach out at any time for any suggestions that you might have. For me to talk about. I am ready and I have an arsenal and I need more. So I will look forward to talking to you next Friday. You're a blessing. Love you. <laughs> Bye guys.